Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Doom Productions podcast video end of the year celebration. Uh, usually every single year we sit down and we have a long conversation about uh, what we did this year and the movies we liked and things we did. And uh, yeah, so this is our little end of the year celebration. Yeah. I'd imagine this is coming out on the first or something. Yeah, something like that. Around there. We'll see where this lands. We're, we're recording this on the, uh, what's today, the 27th of yeah. December. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a pretty busy year. And I mean, I think the, the biggest thing that has just happened that uh, everyone should be aware of is there's this movie that just came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made by good friends of ours. Um, yeah. RC Films. Well, I was thinking of Rebel Moon. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Zach, Zach Snyder. A good friend. A good homie. No. Friend of the um, channel. The Mentor's out. Yeah, The Mentor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, awesome movie by RC Films. It's the next in the Chlorine Saga story. I don't know what it what you call it. Universe. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's grown quite a bit. Yeah, but The Mentor's out right now that you, could, you should all go check out. Yeah. But let me see how many views it's at right now. Yeah, it's been out for two days now. Two days. It did pretty good on Christmas. So yesterday it was like 400 something. Really? Yeah. Wow. It is at 518 right now. Nice. 12 yeah. comments. That's pretty good. We got to get those numbers up. I actually yeah. need to leave a comment. I, I was thinking about to. one I yesterday. One, two. Yeah. I, I had some notices on this rewatch <laughs> that I'm like, oh, I've seen some things here. Yeah. yeah. And he talked to Nathan to see how intentional they were. But well, regardless, let, they're great. Well, well, what are those things, actually? Well, uh, well, well should we spoil well, it? Uh, I'm torn. We, okay, this will be... Okay, I'm sure on the bottom, we're going to have, like, sections, right? Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. You're going to make me do oh, sections boy. now. Well, okay. I mean... Yeah, we can do sections. <laughs> we, we, this we'll is, do a spoiler section and a non-spoiler yeah, section. Yeah, let's do the non-spoiler section. And okay, then, yeah. And then we'll... Yeah. Okay. Cool. So this is the non-spoiler Non-spoiler. Part. First. When, when did we first become aware of the mentor? It's been like a year and a half at least, if not longer. Because he's been working on that movie for a long time. I think it was when he went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I mean, he he was gonna he was gonna. That's shoot... when he came up with the movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he was gonna shoot chlorine kill. Well, he shot chlorine kills, but while he was there, he got the idea for the like a prequel. Like yeah, yeah. for his character. Yeah. And didn't he help you film something for him at the airport or something? Yeah. So when Nathan came back from Chicago after filming um, Chlorine Kills, he and I were hanging out and he already knew what the ending of his movie he wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, I want to have you shoot it. Can you shoot it right now with me? I need (laughs) I need these three locations. Yeah. And I was like, sure. Like, I know some spots we could shoot that at. No problem. So we went out. We shot these like clips for the end of his movie in portland in portland none of them got used <laughs> not a single one but they were cool shots there's this cemetery what were the we shot. shots well there was a shot at the cemetery okay and then there was a shot again this is getting into spoilers a little bit because it's the ending of the movie um was an airport involved no okay sunglasses okay. were involved sunglasses okay. were involved okay um and a phone call that was that okay. was it there was like a phone call scene and but there was also like a cemetery scene mm-hmm. um and that was a, that shot was pretty cool there's a cemetery by um washington square mall oh, oh that, that yeah one. yeah that i one. remember you guys talking about that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so that's a location we should use at some point it's a good yes. cemetery when i drive by there because I, I pass there when i go to work 
um, in the morning is usually it's really foggy and mm-hmm. pretty atmospheric this time of year. So at some point it'd be a cool mm-hmm. place to film in. Yeah. But, uh, regardless, yeah, I shot I shot some unused <laughs> alternate <laughs> ending deleted yeah. scenes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same ending, just different framing. And Caleb we, yeah. did better, anyways. His stuff they they reused it because things shift and changed, and they wanted right. to kind of recontextualize some stuff and cover some different beats. I know so. And, and we, it works great. We were there for, um, again, no spoilers as of now. There's a, an abandoned house that appears in the movie. Yeah. Uh, we were there for, I don't know if they had filmed there prior to there, mm-hmm. but we were there for the last time that abandoned house is used. Yeah. Okay. Actually, also, this is kind of not some, I'm in the movie in a cameo. Yeah, you're there. So yeah. I'm early on. I'm in mm-hmm. two driving scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, one of my character drives into this abandoned house at one point yeah and he filmed a little bit after that mm-hmm. <laughs> so um yeah we were there watching the film that and it was really interesting because we don't make improv movies really <laughs> not anymore except for wild boys yeah well, well yeah but even then i feel like i don't know we'll have to sit down and ask nate i know we've talked to him a little bit mm-hmm. um about it but the process of like doing an improvised chlorine movie because mm-hmm. wild boys is very sit down each scene is like we know what we're doing. We know where they start and end. We know it's how just many scenes how you there get are. from point A to point right. B that we map out day of. It's yeah. it provides... but we know the story exactly. Uh-huh. And I think I mean I I from my understanding the story changed many different times. Yeah, there's a character who is supposed to die in this movie who does not die, mm-hmm. which we can get into spoiler territory later. But yeah, um, that's kind of like pretty crazy to like improvise all that. Yeah. What's the, um, I mean, now having seen the movie, I mean, were we there for any other filming? For the we were, I did some body double work, um, for one scene. Okay. Very briefly. Um, I can't remember. If I say which scene, it's going to be very obvious, um, that there's a body double used uh-huh. because the costuming is a little bit different. Well, that's scene. I know what you're talking. Yeah. It blends yeah. in so well. Yeah. yeah. You never know. The Kuleshov effect is your friend. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. yeah. You get away with a lot if it's just yeah. a reaction and a insert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think that was it. I think we were just there for your, for you helping. There was, it was driving you. Oh, I was there. That's right. Okay. Cause we did airport stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 because yeah. we because when you pull into the airport pick up yeah, character at the, the beginning, very beginning. Of the movie, mm-hmm. we're like sitting over there on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you guys drive off, you're filming, and we're just hanging out waiting yeah. to come back. But there's also um, okay. I actually I actually don't know if this is the very last. I don't think it was the very last stuff. It was treated as if it was the last stuff. There was a day where because in that driving scene mm-hmm. we're talking. When we shot it, we just um we kind of locked the camera down mm-hmm. on the, the, the dash. on my dash. Yeah. And I, wasn't there a tricky thing? Cause he has an older camera, the T2I. Yeah. Did it have the flip out screen or no? No. So what we had to do <laughs> was we had to frame up the shot. And I think look did we had the re- glass, we had to look through yeah. the glass, but then also after every take, we had to like take the camera out of its spot and review so, it. Yeah. yeah. And we had to tape it down. I don't even know if there was tape or not. I don't remember. Yeah. But, and I can't even remember how many takes we did, but it was like, there was, there was tape. I remember because it was okay. rattling. Yeah, yeah. We didn't tape it. Yeah. But it was like, um, <laughs> we had to do that. We had to set it up at the airport and then I would pick up Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, we would, we would drive 
And we, we, our characters talked for a long time. I can't remember how many takes we did. Maybe three. I think it was like three at least. Yeah. And it was, that was a strange experience. Cause I had, again, a comedic improv is slightly different mm-hmm. in a way, but in a dramatic improv, it's like, cause in real life, I'm, I'm pretty quiet. So I'm not like, I need to say something, but it's like a scene. So it's like, Oh, I have to say something. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> um, so I can't even remember. I think we talked about high school and we, we talked about, I remember at the time my character would brought up stuff about like working a lot of jobs and struggling for money. I think that was a common ground that our characters had. Yeah. None of it's in the movie, Yeah, but like there was lots of talk about like my character had lived in Yakima, then he moved and then he moved back to help with a, a sick parent. Hmm. And then, um, then we were kind of like taught like Nathan's character was like, Oh, I need money. I'm like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm working this job and working all this other jobs. And there's not much like, I get why it's cut. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just fat for the, you know, you don't need that kind of stuff, but yeah, it was interesting. There's a, there's a line that your character says twice in the film mm-hmm. talking about what your teacher told you guys. Yeah. yeah. Was that like a line that Nathan was like, knew he wanted to use? <laughs> That was, or was that, that was, so? No, just... that was that was genuinely something my high school advisor said. Yeah, <laughs> and when you left the school, oh. if you went to anyone else who like went to that school program, they're like, "Oh yeah, Mr. Leakus always said, are you creating yeah. the life you want to live?'" Yeah, or whatever. Um, so that was real, and I can't even remember how we integrated that. But he plays Built so well into the like, yeah. Because his character mm. brings it up again the second time you guys drive, yeah. and it works so well in the story. <laughs> and and that just, was, and my character's just oblivious to the implications. Yeah, of, <laughs> of that answer. You're like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure how. Like, not none of it was written. Yeah, none of it. What what we did was we would talk. We just we just talked for the first time, and it yeah. went all over the place. And I think on the next time. You kind of figure out what you like to mm-hmm. talk about, like like okay, I talk about this lifetime. I want to hit that beat and that, and you kind of like internally. Yeah, I don't think we ever talked about what we should talk about, but I don't know. He, I, it, it was so long. This was twenty twenty two, summer twenty twenty two. Yeah, um, and it was a pretty insignificant shoot, relatively speaking. Like really we just short, we showed yeah. up, we did, and we left. Like we were heading out of town basically for the second yeah. part of it. Yeah, that was yeah. on our way out. Yeah, so. Um, it, it was so hot too. Yeah. I remember yeah, it was. moving, driving back from Yakima that day. Like, I know we've experienced hotter days in Yakima, but for what it, my memory is, just like that day, like stopping to get Dairy Queen. Yep. The, everything just melting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like within five minutes and driving out and just be like, oh lord. I think Dairy Queen's a necessity in places like Yakima. I know. In the summer, they got rid of those. It'd be cruel. I know. No, brutal. Um. Yeah, but go watch The Mentor. Everybody, please check out The Mentor. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, should we talk spoilers? Any spoiler thoughts we want to have on The Mentor? Sure. I think now we can get into the okay. spoilers. Oh, stuff. we can right. talk a little bit about the premiere, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were right. there. Yeah, yeah we, we were there. do that. Because we didn't talk about the premiere yet. No, no we haven't. No, okay, so, never mind. The non-spoiler still. <laughs> we'll talk about the premiere now. Yeah, then, yeah, we did that we'll, this year. get into spoilers. So, that was... Like a month and a month? ago it was in november yeah. yeah it was the weekend before american thanksgiving yeah uh, it's a little over a month ago now yeah we went up to yakima because they were screening the the premiere for the mentor at um the glenwood 
which is where we've done all of our like screenings and our stuff. single it, premiere. It, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a good spot to premiere your movies if you're in Yakima. It was um, us and Phil, who's a crew member of ours. Yeah, good buddy. Mm-hmm. And then James Wilson yeah. flew out yep. from Arizona. Arizona. Right? Yep. And he madman. I know. <laughs> and he came with us for the two days or whatever, and it was yep. crazy. It was awesome. Yeah. So we like all crammed into Nathan's house. We slept on the floor and couches and it was like yeah. reliving uh another shoot that we did this year all <laughs> yeah. over again I know. very familiar we'll talk about that more later yeah. um but the we, premiere went awesome it went great oh yeah that there was were like 50 people there that was yeah. the most we'd ever packed out that's a theater that only seats probably like what 100 at, yeah. Yeah, 100. at the most yeah. yeah so getting to fill out that theater that much was so cool yeah and easily it, the most and it was funny to like because we didn't make the mentor, but we um, we've seen cuts along the way. We mm-hmm. saw the first cut in the <laughs> yeah. sense of yeah. Nathan, like, yeah. <laughs> playing Spotify music and pulling up clips and showing us how it was going to be edited together before mm-hmm. an edit started. I know. It was and like, it, all right, close your eyes. Let me pull up the next shot. Well, that was, sync up the music. Well, that <laughs> was crazy. Yeah. We were there because we'd seen the rough cut. We'd seen like I'd seen a lot of different cuts. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'd been up and down between Yakima a bunch. But um, seeing it with an audience was like totally different. Oh, it's that yeah. filmmaker it really thing. Felt yeah, it's a filmmaker thing that we all feel. Well, like when you have a movie, you could feel about it one way, but then you see it with an audience, and it's like telekinesis or something. <laughs> yeah, like or tele- telepathy. Yeah, where you can feel what they feel and everything, and that's yeah. a really um, that was really fun to see the mentor in particular. Yeah. There's a lot of good moments that I wouldn't think would be crowd moments, but like. You watch it with the crowd, like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um, so it had a big, a big reaction, strong reaction by the end of it. Um, but yeah, it was fun, really fun premiere. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else, what else to say without spoiling. I think we should get into spoilers. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. All right, okay, for real. Uh, <laughs> click, click forward if you don't want to. We'll put a time code or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, in the chapter. Maybe this will be the only chapter in the Yeah, if, even if that's <laughs> the only chapter. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, uh, Alvar's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was what the glasses scene was well, that, yeah. that I shot at the end was when he looks at the glasses and he pulls up the phone and his brother's like, I need you in Illinois. Right. And Nathan's like, all right. He puts on the glasses and he walks off. That was that was what I shot. Yeah. And then the, gra- the grave scene, obviously. Where, grave at that point level. where he buries him or he knows where he's buried him and that grave scene has changed several times oh several at least three because in the rough cut that we saw what he had this is a lot of inside like baseball i'm not sure how much people care but i I think it's interesting yeah i think it's cool what had happened in the original cut um is i can't remember the preceding scene but the what had happened was uh mason takes gloria there He Mm -hmm. takes Gloria to the abandoned house. Yeah. And at first you're kind of like, why are they there? But then he walks her behind and then there's a shed and Alvaro is buried at that shed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was in the movie for a really long time. And they kind of have a talk and I should know what they say, but I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, But then that was in the movie for a long time. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, what was it? I can't remember what point. I think it was in the fall. No, I sh- at some point the RC boys were like, "Guys, uh, it's not in the movie anymore." Yeah, I remember. I remember what it said, and it very much rehashed what was addressed in the previous scene and the scene after. Yeah, which is why it ended up getting changed. But it was basically going over 
this is what the bad people did kind of right moving the blame towards them yeah but also explaining that he has to leave now right kind of right it was like another goodbye uh-huh. yeah yeah um but yeah it got and what's what's funny i think caleb said that there's a shot in there it was like um i think there's a shot like this in the movie there's a shot of alvaro he, it's like the searchers you know the john ford movie yeah yeah where it's like the dark inside but mm. you're you're shooting through and there's like a door and there's like two windows yeah and alvaro's watching mason run and then alvaro just steps out of the frame yeah there's a shot of that or there was of uh mason and gloria walking through the house and they and i come, remember that shot and yes. caleb was like that's my favorite shot ever yeah and but they had to cut it out which yeah. is yeah. such a bummer but i get it like you know that we all kind of you know kill your darlings and all yeah. that it happens yeah you ever do a special features, Caleb? I know. Yeah, gotta throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else in the movie? What else can we share? Spoiler. Now that I re- the chains are off. Um. Oh, um, the character who was supposed to die was oh, yeah. gonna be. I don't know if we're spoiling. I hope you guys don't mind that we're sick. We're just trying to talk about stuff that <laughs> we think is interesting. Yeah. Apparently, what I heard. <laughs> Allegedly. I heard that Anna was supposed to die. The character Anna. Yeah. Who that Brooke oh, okay. plays. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious at what point that changed mm-hmm. in the movie. Because I know that that was something that Brooke was really excited for. Did they mm-hmm. film that? No. Okay. No, so it didn't make it to film I, I remember Nathan describing this because I it was because... It played better for her to be present when um, to, oh. to to express her disgust and yes for what he has done yeah um, and, and stuff like that and have that severed that way mm-hmm. it plays much more dramatically in rather that, than as her opposed just to her just dying yeah um, yeah he loses a family member in a different way than just yeah death. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think where the, what the strength of the movie is really that um, I don't know maybe uh, what I find the most interesting in the movie is like the Mason the character what he says and what he does because they're yeah. very different yeah and that's very apparent to me when you watch the movie like he's saying one thing but he's but doing he something else yeah. mm-hmm. and the movie's shot in a way where I think it's it's acknowledging th- um you know Mason is not doing what he's you know saying yeah. he's gonna do or whatever no. like um i mean think of like when gloria and him first meet mm-hmm. right. oh the dude car. that yeah. scene dude. we were looking at each other the whole time yeah. that scene like oh my okay, god okay that's a new scene that yeah. we hadn't seen until yeah. the premiere yeah yeah until that what had it happened, totally changed the way they yeah. met in the original cut was gloria was like unpacking her car she's putting like stuff into her car trunk and Mason yeah. just approaches her from like outside, and she like brings out a bat, and she's like, Dude. "I've been seeing you around, like she's yeah. like, she's like I know you've been following me. Get you've been following me. I'm gonna like stay back." And you're like, "Okay, yeah. okay." And it was it, it's a it's a really yeah. great scene. The audio I think was shoddy, which might have been one of the reasons. Yeah, because it was didn't. like it was far away. The mm-hmm. wind was going on. It was at night. There was a street going by. All that stuff. But so, but we knew that that scene had been reshot, and so we didn't see it until yeah. the till the premiere and when it played i was like oh my gosh this makes because mason thinks he's yeah. doing such a good thing he's yeah. so yeah. nice he's he thinks he's it's a meet yeah. cute moment moment yeah. in a romantic comedy yeah but glory's so terrified yeah and that's like such a great juxtaposition of like like he who he thinks he is he has who he is. It, it very well demonstrates 
how delusional he is mm-hmm. and pl- and and very much foreshadows how that will play out throughout his arc yeah yes yeah. he thinks he's fixing the problem by yeah. invading this woman's yeah. car who has no idea who he is and like listen i'm a nice guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> isn't this great yeah. this is really good good news <laughs> Um, and so that's like totally, I mean, I think that's my favorite aspect of the movie. I mean, all, of course, all the acting's really good. Everyone all around did a great job. Yeah. And they're all improvised people. Like they all do improv for the most part. There's, yeah. I mean, it was such, there's a, there's an improv group in Yakima that a lot of, that majority of these actors come from that Nathan is connected to. And it's great to see all those actors. Cause, um, we gone up and got to see one of the improv shows like yeah. a year ago or something like that. Yeah. And watching that it was like oh my gosh get these people in a movie yeah and then mason and nathan did. Nathan, nathan's nathan been doing, <laughs> nathan's been doing a great job yeah um coaching those actors and like did a great job and they're just phenomenal all around so it's cool it's like this for us it's like this double like avengers moment where it's like yeah. <laughs> all these great actors we already know about but like from improv group and from yakima and then i don't know it was cool the killing montage is like those are all improv yeah and that killing montage another great like cloud crowd pleaser moment <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's the killing song. It's, it's <laughs> inspired. <laughs> what, what was so great was too was um, having seen because we spent a lot of our year just watching men, cuts of the mentor yeah. and like talking about it with the RC boys. Um, Alvaro is a character. He's so funny, and we he has all these great lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. But then when we're watching it kind of in our vacuum, we're like, oh, geez, do, do other people think it's funny? But then it was cool to see people like laugh at his mm-hmm. yeah, has stuff at the premiere and everything. Yeah. Um, and there were some more lines that got included in the last cut that I don't remember. So I think there was a couple more that were added in. Yeah. Like, borrow funny moments. Like when they're, yeah. I think one scene that stands out to me that I really liked was when they're like prepping for the killing and they're like mm-hmm. going through all the weapons. He's like, you can use this. You can. And yeah. Like, yeah. Going through the arsenal. I, th- I thought that was a good scene. A lot of good Alvaro lines in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great movie. They worked, they worked their butts off on mm-hmm. it. It sounded great too. Oh yeah. Going from hearing like the, the rough cuts mm-hmm. and all the audio stuff I was like, oh man, how are they going to fix all this? And they did. A oh, the dubbing job. sounds dubbing. great. Yeah. I, that is some phenomenal dubbing. Yeah. Um, great great work mm-hmm. and great shot great color grade i didn't oh, know yeah. this Apparently, yeah <laughs> the movie was not color graded at the premiere so no. when yeah. we saw i think it was the when the preview came out i was like yeah nathan these shots look incredible the projector sucked if it didn't because it didn't show off any of this color grading and he was like yeah the movie wasn't color graded <laughs> i was like you premiered the movie without being color graded wouldn't have known crazy uh... but also like <laughs> every time you roll up to yakima for a premiere this happened with hotel. This happened with this. And I know this has happened in the past. <laughs> we rolled up to Yakima. It's like, Hey, you ready for the premiere today, boys? And they're like, Oh, uh, we haven't exported the movie yet. We're still finishing up some last touches. And <laughs> this they, one was no different. And but they, they did it. They always it was pulled awesome. Off. And they, the release was on time this year for their yeah. online release. Yeah. That the, the curse is broken. Yep. It really is. Because they, they've had this RC curse that they've said where they're like, oh, every time we say a release date, it gets bumped, but not this time. No. Yeah. It's no, a it's, Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. If you need to break a curse, do it on Christmas, I guess. Yeah. It's a little lesson. Um, but yeah, awesome movie. Everyone should check it out. Yeah. Um, excited to see more. Yeah. I feel like... There should be more. I feel like there's, there's a sequel in there. 
well, who would that even follow? Because Mason's gone. I mean, I know there's chlorine, there's chlorine kills with Dan, but if there were to be another sequel, what would that look like? I mean, I feel like it's got to be about, um, you know, the, you know, one of the maybe people who dies, maybe their backstory. Maybe one of them actually lives. Yeah. Like the lady gets hit by a car. Oh, yeah. Maybe she lives and she like, she's, it's how she learns to deal with being in a body cast or something. <laughs> I think there'd be better characters. Like, never. Like, well, I don't know, Zach. Who, who do you think would be a cool character to make a movie about in The Mentor? Maybe a, maybe a female character, perhaps. <laughs> like the woman who got run away. <laughs> <laughs> the segue sucks. I know. <laughs> so I, that's a, that's a so, line I didn't notice where he was yeah. like, he's like, I I I got no I got no problem killing a woman, but I'm not gonna like it or something. Yeah. Like, I can I can kill a woman, but I'm not gonna like it. So who does? Anyways, if you if you've seen the mentor and you stuck around through the credits, the uh, very end credits. There's yes, two post credits. Yes, there's one in the middle which mm-hmm. which hypes up chlorine kills. Which I'm, dude. When's that coming out? I need Hypes to see through that. the roof. I know. The, from the teaser from what dan showed us dan will text us every now and again he'll just like be a like stranger. hey guess what i'm looking yeah. at <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool it's not like, cool dude we need to see this yeah um but at the very very end there's a there's a teaser for a little project yeah looks pretty good i'd say so yeah We've been working on it for a long time. I know, yeah. we're kind of biased because we made a it. a whole lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, in case you're not picking up what we're putting down, uh, we made we made the sequel to The Mentor, or one of the sequels to The Mentor. Yeah. Um, that's the movie we worked on this summer. It's been very, uh, you know, hush-hush about the context of, like, what exactly it is. Because, mm-hmm. um, obviously, if we said that it's a chlorine movie, it would have you would have seen that Vanessa's in it and been like, oh, well, obviously yeah. yeah, she's also in this Chlorine movie, so it's the same character. So we wanted to keep that um, kind of... We have the mentor have its kind of secrecy mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we made a Chlorine movie. We did. It's called Little Black Submarines. <laughs> yeah. It's coming out next year. Yeah. Or this... Whenever this thing comes. Yeah. 2024. 2024. Um, Summer release? Is that what we're thinking? That's what we're aiming for? Yeah. Yeah um blockbuster yeah it's gonna be really cool and i don't like it's like ah oh, we can it's, it's out yeah, yeah. yeah we can say things now we yeah. can say things what do we say that's a whole other question yeah i know that's <laughs> i mean that's i mean okay you ask about what may 2023 for doom productions um it began we were gonna do these monster projects yeah that, or what do we call them we were gonna do we're, we're well, gonna, i think that's how we categorize them yeah we had these three yeah. movies that we were all going to work on collectively where each of us was writing a script right and they weren't like it wasn't like a cinematic universe but it was like there was a through line in terms yeah. of just like theme it's and like a trick yeah kind of yeah yeah so we were we were working on that and then in don't the worry meantime, that's that's still a thing in some shape or it's form. it's floating right now but but we ran into struggles with um i think it was your zach before yes. we were gonna because we were gonna do yours yes yeah and we were running up to a deadline like a tight tight window mm-hmm. and we were like we can't do justice to this project no no in this time frame and the reason we started those projects was because we wanted to do the best like 
let's not do quantity let's do quality yeah and let's put all hands on deck on this thing and with everything how it was all shaping up we were like you know we're not going to be able to do this and on the side what was going on was in january i was writing the script for this chlorine movie Mm -hmm. that we were going to do because we had i think it was because we'd heard about it last summer 2022 and then Mm -hmm. the mentor what happened because they came and visited us in january yeah january we filmed well that no that was later we did something with the rc boys in january yeah yeah and we had seen bits from their chlorine movie well also we went up to them because we filmed right um crescendo too yeah yes because that will be out someday i guess yeah yeah. that was what was in january i think because that was around the time of uh the super bowl yeah anyways so we when we reconnect with the rc boys at that time i was like hey um because we had been thinking about doing a Corey movie. I was like, okay, I have a more concrete idea. And I think at the time, I was like, I knew that I wanted me in it. Because obviously when you're making a no-budget movie, you can only rely on yourself as an actor. I was yeah, like, yeah. it'll be me. But it'd be really great to have... I need to... Like, I had this idea for a lady... Not sidekick, but like another... Mm-hmm. A female protagonist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nathan, is there any like... Are there any women in your movie that like live by the end and he was like Vanessa's character and he was like okay god I'll and so I kind of begged him for all that I could get on her yeah. character so mm-hmm. first he'd send me like all the scenes she's in and everything mm-hmm. but eventually saw the movie anyways all that to say I was working on this chlorine movie writing it on the side and kind of planning it and when your thing fell through we just kind of shifted gears because we were prepping for your movie but we we're like okay chlorine movie now it's no longer going to be this little mm-hmm side shoot in a year now it's all hands on deck we're gonna make this the biggest shoot we we have yeah um which worked out Um, huge (laughs) yeah it was huge i mean we have another thing talking all about but yeah it was massive yeah yeah it was it's unbelievable what we were Mm -hmm. able to do on the shoot you were up and like we were at certain points as well like every month for like the first half (laughs) of uh the year we're going yeah. up at least once a month up to Yakima to prepare. Casting, um, writing, yeah. you know, all the stuff that it takes to make a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just kind of, it happened really organically, I felt like. It felt so yeah. organic to yeah. like, like here's just this little movie idea that I'll just write and we'll we'll do it and it'll be just fun little thing. Because it was, at first, it was going to be design. I think I remember telling this to you guys. This movie is not going to get it in the way of the three the three projects, it's no. going to be this own little side thing. You guys shouldn't have to worry about any of it. Yeah, it was very much like, we'll shoot it in a week. I was like, It'll you guys d- It'll don't be, worry yeah. about any of it. I will handle everything. Yeah. yeah. And then once your thing fell through, I was like, okay, I'll answer it. Yeah. <laughs> we got to worry. <laughs> we, have, we all have to struggle now. Um, yeah, dude, it was, it was massive. And yeah. I worry that the more time away we spend from like the, the distance from the shoot to like like we're gonna forget stuff but it's like it, it it was really just so massive what yeah what happened it was another level it, it really was kind of a breaking that glass ceiling moment for us in terms yeah. of we can actually people, accomplish this yeah. amount of time the amount of effort again like distance having to travel just to shoot the movie yeah um like we gave up all of our like home turf advantage to get yeah. this thing made which is we realize how much that means now. Oh, geez. yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So we'll never make that decision lightly, but it was totally worth it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine 2023 going any other way than making that movie. Yeah. And I feel like it's such a, a great... It's cool to see all these projects coming in where we just saw The Mentor, and now Dan's working on Chlorine Kills Part 1 and 2, and then mm-hmm. we're working on ours, and it's kind of everything's falling together in the right order. I think it's really cool to see. Well, we talked. I talked with Nathan about this. It's really fascinating that a few years ago, we all went to Chicago. Yeah. Except you, Zach. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a different time. We all went to Chicago, and then after Chicago, all three of us, all three of our groups went, went off and made like little Chlorine movies. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be our biggest movies. I'm I'm assuming Chlorine Kills is going to be Dan's biggest movie. Oh man, that it seems it seems like it's it's shaken up to me. It looks yeah. massive, and I know our movie's our biggest movie, and I know that yeah. Mentor is their biggest movie. Um, but yeah, it was. Well, it's beautiful that I mean this is this is come deep, but like the first time we ever heard about Dan was that Austin McConnell video talking yeah. about Chlorine. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the summer to make something competition or whatever that he did on his channel and i was like oh that that's a cool project that they made yeah never would have thought we'd meet those guys and now we're like all collectively like creatively powering each other and making these shared cinematic universe things because pretty cool because when you think about the you when i think back of discovering other youtube filmmakers i mean chlorine is like kind of it's not a huge IP, but it kind of is. Like, it's kind of like this seminal movie that yeah. if you're on the YouTube filmmaking space, you've probably heard of Chlorine at one point or another. So it is kind of like a Star Wars to an extent. Yeah, in the folk film space at the very yeah. least. Yeah, and so it's it's cool to be able to, like, hey, like I was able to play in that sandbox. Yeah. Like, we did our version of it. And mm-hmm. I think that's the, the really cool thing is that there there's obviously things that, like, are, that make Chlorine Chlorine, but it's cool that Dan is kind of, like, Make your make your movie. Make your like do your own thing or whatever. Because like, really? he doesn't care. No, he doesn't try and own chlorine. <laughs> no. as like, uh-huh. oh, it's mine. He's like, oh yeah, sure, go make. I know there's other like fan interpretations of chlorine out there, dude. There's, there's a, a chlorine movie with Pool Boy, and it's not played by Dan. It's yeah. the other guy. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's not. They like recast everybody and yeah. like change the characters even. Like they're not the same Pool Boy, but yeah. it's yeah. like it's, it's interesting. That there's so many interpretations but that's cool yeah but i think it's i mean for us it's cool yeah. that you know because we also make chlorine shorts on that um yeah that mm-hmm. chicago trip so it's cool to like all make chlorine shorts and then we go off and do our own thing and fun to play in a sandbox because there's there's ways that we follow chlorine very strictly there's yeah. ways that we deviate quite drastically yeah one of them which i'll say which might make people unexcited or more excited i don't know we the movie was written yeah, chlorine yeah. as of as of now has mostly been improvised, and we didn't. We well, I wrote it be, with Andrew mm-hmm. for a couple your co- reasons. Your co-writer, my co-writer, yeah. yeah. The main reason was I knew that if this movie was going to take place in Yakima, we would have a week to shoot this thing. About we had we shot ours in thirteen days, but that's yeah. a limited amount of time. We didn't have time to like go up and spend all day figuring out and improvising a scene like that would just yeah. logistically wasn't be possible yeah um so i knew that when we came up we had to come up with a dedicated with like a plan mm. knowing what's going to happen in every scene and that was a huge reason as yeah. why it was written mm. the other reason is just because kind of like i talked about earlier it was like i don't know how you improvise a whole dramatic movie i mean joel haver can do it because he's awesome and he's great so yeah. can dan and and uh um nathan and and caleb and everything but I can improvise comedy. I can't. Drama's a little. 
That's a lot. As a storyteller. Yeah. Like, yeah. as an actor, it's one thing. But as a storyteller, it's 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 different. And mm-hmm. so... But the logistical thing was was a was a bigger that was a prime reason because it was just like we can't just go up and just figure it out as we go along. We have yeah. we have to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And even the script. I mean, the, I mean, something we can talk about actually that relates to the mentor mm-hmm. is like kind of the things that we took that we know are going to be in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Obviously, uh, Glory's going to be in our movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke, who plays Anna, Anna's going to be in our movie. Yeah. Uh, we take David Rivera. He's an actor in Mentor, but he plays... A new character. A new character. There is a backstory there, but I'll let... There might be That'll more chlorine stuff coming. Explain. That's all I want to say. It's <laughs> not addressed directly yeah. in ours, but no. there's a there's a David connection between the two. Mm. Um. And then I'm I'm in it, and mm-hmm. and Alvaro's in it. In Alvaro, Fox, yeah. 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 There'll be there'll be scenes with Alvaro and uh, Mason will be in our movie. Yeah. Um. So if you loved Mason and Alvaro and the mentor, like you love them, like there's scenes coming with them. Won't say what, but like we. We 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 bring people back from the dead. We yeah. we're, we go witchcraft. <laughs> we, we, it was kind of a left field choice, yeah. but yeah. it made sense to have them read from the Necronomicon and just like yeah. have dead people. Come you always have to, to trust life. how the script plays out. Just trust us. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. <laughs> um, no, I think if you're fans of Chlorine and the Mentor, yeah, especially if you're a fan of the Mentor, our movie, like we're fans of it. Yeah, and it's like it's fan service. It yeah. like gives you even more of those characters and things you yeah. want. Like we watch that movie and like every time I watch the mentor now, mm-hmm. after seeing all of our work from Little Black Submarines, I'm just psyched for more Gloria. Yeah. 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 Like I don't care that it's our movie. I'm just I want to see more of her. Well and that's she's great. Well, that's the thing, cause like at first, cause like I told you with, with Nathan, I was like, Nathan, is there is there a woman protagonist or character who I can inherit from your movie and in, in any capacity? And he's like Vanessa's character, Gloria. And I was like, okay, cool. Tell me what you can about Gloria. And he tells me what he can, and it was a little bit. And eventually, I think I, I convinced him to let me see all of Gloria's scenes. He went, we might have all been together. I don't know. I can't, yeah. the timeline's very fuzzy, but at a certain point, we sat down, and I and I watched all the Gloria scenes. I'm like, okay, cool. I have enough context to go and write this movie. Because mm-hmm. the original story for mine was going to be this guy who gets into this crime business, like, he's pulled into it because he owes him debts, and um, he was gonna, like, do a job, right? Mm-hmm. And in this job, he was supposed to find, like, this MacGuffin, mm-hmm. and instead yeah. of finding this MacGuffin, he finds, like, this lady who's been hiding out, and he, and she wants the MacGuffin, too. She has the MacGuffin, and mm-hmm. she's like, I've been... Fr-. It was this very much, like, like, someone's... Everyone's after this lady who's, like, on the run, yeah. And Dylan, my character, has to decide if he's going to help her or, you know, what exactly. Yeah. And they go on the run and it's this, it was much more like Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then after, at some point, I convinced Nathan to just let us see all of the mentor. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I was like, oh, okay. Like, there's all this other kind of stuff. Um, and then, then the movie take a, a totally different shape, yeah. as you know. One thing that was kind of survive, which I won't explain entirely here. At one point in the mentor, he said that there was going to be a bag of money, like a briefcase full of money that was going to be kind of left behind in the mm-hmm. mentor. 
it's not in the mentor it never happened but at, mm. in one of the earlier ideas of our movie I was like oh I can use that money like everyone's after yeah. that money and they yeah. want glory because she has the money or something yeah um obviously that's not like that doesn't happen in the mentor that doesn't happen in our movie too but you can i mean you guys like the yeah the yeah, money there's a money MacGuffin in our yeah. movie yeah um which is a remnant of the other thing but it's yeah. not the same yeah. yeah um what else what else can we share without spoilers i know now i'm like like, oh geez i don't want to spoil it we're talking now yeah we we don't we don't open up this much usually this is a lot (laughs) um yeah i was gonna say we might need to cut a couple of things depending on how nathan feels (laughs) well i'm not spoiling anything that happens in the mentor oh yeah true true, true. yeah um this these were old versions of the yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah but i mean i don't know our year was really dominated by little black stories yeah We've been living in chlorine space for a while now. We have, we have. It's kind of nice to be like seeing all that stuff again, like wrapping up. And yeah, excited to move on to the next thing. But <laughs> I know it was yeah. a crazy year. It really was. I mean, if you haven't seen our video, you can watch that again. That talks about our movie. I think it was what like, we'll link it. You know. Yeah, there's a podcast, and it's not that podcast far back. And we haven't, video. Been, we haven't yeah. been making anything so. Which is it's why, we, I mean, we back. haven't been making very much YouTube stuff because yeah, we've just yeah. been so preoccupied. And now we are in the space of just like, we've gotten off the YouTube thing and now we we don't know what we're, we should do on YouTube. <laughs> Our annual, what the heck are we doing discussion is yeah, uh, it's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, what are we doing here? Um, What else can we say? Our Chlory movie, we used copyright music. We do. Yep. Hence the title. Hence the title. Yeah. If you're a fan of the Black Keys, uh, let's just say you might be a little happy with this project. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not something we've ever... I mean, we've made movies with copyrighted stuff in it, yep. of mm-hmm. course. But they were never designed to be like copyright, like have copyright music in it. Yeah. Because with my stuff, like I've scored all my movies. Um, yeah. And... Whenever I put a song in, it's it's been like one song, and it's because I'm like, oh, it doesn't, um, you know, I can take it out if I ever need to change it in the future. Mm-hmm. But YouTube allows it, and why not? Because it's just one song or whatever. That's usually been the way it goes. But yeah, with this one, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, it's baked in. Yeah. It's baked in. There's like 40 copyright songs in here. <laughs> And they're like thematically tied. They're not yeah. just like oh, there's there's no song. way to get around it. <laughs> the the yeah. movie was designed with several key songs and sequences in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, very much in line with chlorine. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a musical to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hope you guys like show there, tunes. The, yeah, musical sequences we should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for people to see it. Oh. Oh, and we're gonna release the first trailer. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. I mean, technically, there is already a trailer. But... Yeah, it's true. If you if if you have no idea, first off, if you have no, if you're confused, go watch the end of the mentor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you'll see clips of it there. Like that's that's what we shot. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining we'll have we'll have an announcement teaser at some point coming up soon. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna have to wait because there's. Okay, actually, I'll I can we can show you this. Yeah. There were three things that I wanted in this movie. Like after. Oh yeah you've been saying this for a while now yeah yeah you usually end there when, it, when, yeah. when we came up to uh 
came up to do this movie. I was like, guys, there's three things I want in this movie. Three small things. Three small things. One, I want to do a spaghetti western shootout. Yep. Two, I want a big gunfight. And yep. three, I want a car chase. Yeah. <laughs> and we did all of them. We did yeah. all of those. <laughs> that car chase is going to consume Dude, the next that six car chase, of my life. It's yeah. going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We have we've brought on VFX artists. Yep, we have make this Josh happen. Bailey. Yeah. Josh Bailey. Um, he's got a YouTube channel, Unseen Pixels. He's awesome. He's been helping us out with that. I helped out with a short of his uh, not too long ago. Um, and we're, yeah, and we're gonna work on that more with him. But yeah, he's a good good local filmmaker, good friend of ours. Um, go that check car out chase his is his fault. <laughs> um, we won't spoil how we do it, but like yeah. the car chase is gonna be awesome. Yeah, like it's not like. You might think, oh, it's going to be like French Connection or, or like Operation Avalanche, like very just dirty and cheap. Like when nope. you see it, you're going to be blown away. Yeah. I swear to God. You guys are yeah. going to like, be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we do Fast and the Furious level stuff. <laughs> He's not even lying. No, He's I'm not. not. He's they not. They know I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not joking. We're doing Fast and the Furious level VFX, <laughs> like level, like car chase. And you will, you believe it'll make sense once you, you you'll see understand, it. and you'll understand time. how we were yeah. able to achieve such high like stunts yeah. and stuff <laughs> when you see it. Oh, but it was it was massive. It yeah. was huge. There's no right being in this movie. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the primary reason that you're gonna have to wait a little bit. Yeah. to see yeah. the movie. It really will be the last thing going in the timeline because I have um my there's some color tweaking we have to do there's a couple of visuals that i need to like stuff that i'm waiting on to put in and the sound is not like there's a couple things that need to be dubbed but the movie's like 90 percent there yeah or like 85 and what's that five percent unfilled and that 10 percent is the car chase sequence yeah yeah um but we have a timeline and we're sticking to it and it hopefully it's a summer release yeah Mm -hmm. um we're gonna try to do a big screening more details on that later but Mm -hmm. yeah um Anything else on Little Black Submarines? I think it's, we've shared plenty. Yeah. I know. In the words <laughs> of Samuel L. Jackson, hold on to your butts, you ain't ready. I know. <laughs> Don't want to jinx it. Yeah, that was... Woo! Yeah. We peeled back the curtain there. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was anything... No. Like, I mean, it was, it, was, it was stuff that, like, if people were paying attention to yeah, both you... RC films and Doom Productions, yeah. pretty minutely, they could... Piece it to piece it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the other big thing we worked on this year, which we haven't seen yet because it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Is we it's... shot stuff for Marana. Yeah. You guys already have probably seen it by the time this is out. We haven't seen yeah. it yet. Apparently we're in it. Yep. We Alex yeah. could have cut all of our stuff and been <laughs> like, you know funny. what? <laughs> I don't want these guys in this movie anymore. <laughs> and hey, that's cool with me. He's just he's... using our name and the treat teasers, <laughs> and that's it. That'd be I great. know. Um, we're in the movie. Mm-hmm. By now, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you've seen the movie. You haven't. Let's just spoil it, because I don't... Like, well, there's not we, much we, for us to spoil. We can talk our about mind. our role. Right. Because it's it's day one, right? And also, just what we what we imagined, what yeah. our role would... Okay, so we're newscasters in the yeah. movie. Um, we're like a, a news broadcast team, like small local vibe. Mm-hmm. And we're just documenting the news as the meteor gets closer. Yeah. Cause it felt like a natural, cause again, we don't improvise. 
too much with our stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But this was kind of like that fine line of like we do a little bit of comedy, a little bit of drama. Yeah. Um, and it felt like yeah. a very easy just like set up the camera for one take. It'll be on a green screen. Um, and just one kind of thing per day because yeah. we, I think Alex had, I mean, Alex was a mastermind behind all this. He put this all together. Alex Clay from late night 99. Um, I interviewed him last year mm-hmm. You can check out that interview on our channel. Um, but the idea was that he had like kind of this community idea for a community feature film made on YouTube where people would film bits and send them to him. So for him to edit it together. And he had, uh, like a backstory, like yeah. in, I can't remember the exact backstory, the details of everything, but it was like a meteor's going to hit Earth in like five yeah. days. It was like it was like, he gave us all a log line. Yeah, yeah, and it was like here's what you're basing it around. Go make like an arc or something about a character around. reacting yeah. to the end of the world. And right, like, yeah. easy newscast. Yeah, very filmable because we yeah. didn't have a lot of time at, at the mm-hmm. time. No, we yeah. were prepping for a monster movie. We oh, yeah, we, we, we shot very... it all in an evening. Yeah. yeah. And so for our thing, we, um, yeah, I can't even remember. This was, was a year ago. I can't yeah. even remember exactly. We just ran around like tigered and just yeah. shot news clips. Like we just, well, we sat up in my house in our uh-huh. my garage, put up a green screen and we just right. filmed like a bunch of, for like day one, this is happening. We filmed a little mm-hmm. broadcast and then we filmed the next one, the next one, the next mm-hmm. one. Right. Went through that whole setup and then we went out to the street and filmed Zach as like our, our on the ground. Reporter. Yeah. <laughs> and we also shot, um. Or we had people send in audio of themselves. Yes, that's, that's right. right. We yeah. had so we we did. We had a collaboration within a collaboration. I know we had people yeah. who were like, "Hey, if you if you haven't done anything from Rana, but you want to be a part of it, here's a good opportunity for a voice thing." Yeah, and we had a whole range of different kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember all of them. Some stuff honest. more dramatic, some stuff very much humorous. Yeah, that's and great. yeah, assuming or if those clips are in the movie. We didn't change anything. Like we just listened no. to that. It was just our raw reaction. That was our real reactions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and I think we all kind of had in mind that Alex would probably use maybe a scene or two of us. Yeah. But mostly if someone's like watching TV, like they could put us on the news and we would just right. keep kind of background noise. Like yeah. easy yeah. to fill like if you need to fill a screen with something to have it a little bit more interconnected. Um you could put us on the TV. Yeah. And that would be an easy way. Oh, that was my other kind of selfish thing. I was like, guys, if we're a newscast footage, like no one else is going to do that. So he has to use us <laughs> because he can put us in yeah. others. There's no way we'll get cut. Yeah. But he might cut us out. I don't know. We'll, well it's great because it's an easy, yeah. th- like, it's an easy, like, um, thing there, to thread through the movie. Yeah. Like, and he's like, even as not like a transition piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were selfish to make ourselves the only thing that's in the most of the movie. Because <laughs> there's so, like, that's such a good premise for a movie. But, like, yeah. you think about, like, gee, how do you make an original compelling character thing? Um, Because you would think of an idea, but it's like, oh, geez, but he's probably doing that. Or you think of another idea, like, oh, geez, but someone else has probably thought of that. Yeah. yeah. And a newscast seemed like... That's not the obvious choice, right? But it could work. Yeah. I don't know. Um, obviously, we haven't seen the movie, but I'm very excited to see how yeah. it all comes together. Yeah, it's just part one that's coming out right now, right? Part one. Yeah, yeah. Of like Rebel Moon. Five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, be cool if it was like five days. I think, oh, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's always fine. Is it really? So. I think oh, so. It's gonna be five. Parts that's what too? I thought. I have yeah. no idea. We'll have to ask him. Yeah. Or we'll, I guess we'll see. But. What's shocked me is that all the footage is very cohesive. Yeah. Like, yeah. no no one's, like, 
even if people have shot on an iPhone, none of the footage stands out like, oh, that was obviously shot on an iPhone. All the footage looks really good and like yeah. blends really well together. We stand out the most. I know we stand out because we're on a green screen. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And I and I I messaged Alex Alex when I sent him the footage. I was like, hey, if you like want us to reshoot anything or change any like, just let us know because it's very easy to do that. Because again, it's yeah. just on a green screen. Yeah. So we'll see um, how it turns out, but I'm excited, and I feel like that's going to be like aside from the mentor. Um, that's like the big blockbuster movie of this year. Yeah. In terms of the YouTube space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aside from apparently Merdul's coming out with a movie. Did you guys see this? I did. By, gonna, by the end of the year? Well, okay. Merdul has a trailer that he okay. dropped in October. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But he says 2023, 19 hours ago. Oh, sick. Okay. So by the time this comes out, his movie might be out already. Oh, gosh. People are cramming for the end of the year. Dang. Dude, I love Merdul's movie so much. Another Oscar grab. <laughs> yeah i mean in terms of like my personal taste in movies i think he makes movies that align with my personal taste the most mm-hmm. um so i get very excited when i hear about another redual movie coming out the man's a great editor oh I yeah know. i know his last movie um egomaniac I think mm-hmm. it's yeah called. yeah great great movie mm-hmm so good yeah. um so if that's out people should check it out if it's yeah. not Redul, you lied to us and said 2023 <laughs> <laughs> i don't want my money back <laughs> um about to fly out to australia and get that movie I know, ourselves. Like, <laughs> drag the pull the movie out of your hands like this is messed up <laughs> anyways um it's 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 also that time of year mm-hmm. where you know i figured you know, we talked about what we've done this year. It's a good time to talk about, you know, our favorite movies of the year, too. Yeah. Because we've seen movies. We watch some occasionally. Yeah. Some We're of us more than it. others. Yeah. We're not great at it. But, you know, movies are good. Yeah. I figured it would be a nice time to reveal our, our picks of the year or whatever. Yeah. Not that it means anything. Yeah. But. I don't know. I think our opinion might be... Uh, what decides the Oscars this year? I know. So we have a list. Yeah, this is this is it. We'll flash that list on the screen. Or we'll something. we'll make it look a bit more legible or something. I don't know. See yeah. which ones. How do we want to approach this list? Well, okay. Let's look at let's which ones go, we all let's, have. Let's, in okay. let's each. Well, let's each share what's on the list. Okay, okay. I'll so read mine read and the then list. yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Cool, so cool, cool. I did not. These are just 2023 release movies mm-hmm. as well. These aren't like movies we've seen in yeah. other years. These are just 2023 releases. Yeah. So I saw Rebel Moon. Dream Scenario, Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Spider-Verse. And, oh, and Skinmarink. Oh. Yeah. Those are my movies I saw this year in theater. Oh, very oh are we listing all the movies we saw in theater? No, no, no. no. Just your favorite. Oh, okay. Because oh, I was like, I did not write down all mine. But oh. these these are some of the ones that I, I found. My, I, my, wait, did you Mine's one in the same. Oh, okay. My okay. One, that's all I saw in theaters. Okay. And those are the ones I liked. Okay. <laughs> well, except for Rebel Moon. I didn't see Rebel Moon in theater, I guess. But uh, that that's yeah. a limitation of the release. Yeah. Not that's not my fault. Yeah. Uh my top ones uh I have in no particular order. Um Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, Oppenheimer, The Boy and the Heron, Rebel Moon Part One, A Child of Fire. I actually did see that one in theaters. Uh, Show off. <laughs> uh, uh, then Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and Skinner Rink. Yeah. 
I the longest list. Yeah. <laughs> I have Suzumi, Skinema Rink, Cross the Spider-Verse, Sunscreen, Boy and the Heron, Oppenheimer, Rebel Moon, Hurricane Season, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, uh, Ninja Turtles, and Bottoms. That's my that's my pick for the year. So we have our, our list. Yeah. It was a good question. What's what's on all of three of our lists? We all have Rebel Moon. Oh, yep. Rebel Moon. Now we all have Oppenheimer. <laughs> we all have Oppenheimer. Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Uh, and Skinnerink. Right? Skinnerink. I forgot to write it, but yeah. it's it's there. And we all saw Skinnerink together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> have you guys seen it since? I haven't had no, a chance I have to. I haven't seen it since either. I just got the Blu-ray, but Oh, was... cool. Yeah. I need to buy that. Yeah. Um out of those so we saw Skinnerink, Rebel Moon, Oppenheimer, what else? Spider Verse? Yep. Spider-verse. Out of those four, if you had to pick one. With just those four. Repeat the list again. Uh, we got Rebel Moon. Okay. Oppenheimer. Spider-Verse. Skinnamarink. That's criminal. I think I'd go with... I think I'd go with Oppenheimer if I had to pick one. Yeah. But I don't like it. I don't yeah, like you don't like up. having to choose. I, I don't want to choose. <laughs> Oppenheimer, like, I mean, it's Nolan. Yeah, it encapsulates yeah. so much filmmaking stuff that I like and storytelling that I like. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd go with that one, but it's not fair to the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm. To- I love so. I each one I love for very yeah. different reasons. Yeah, yeah. like Skimmerink. I love that stuff. I love experimental oh, yeah. kind of horror stuff. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so I love that. And the fact that it kind of blew up. Yeah. Like it had, it had a good, like had a good season this year. Um, so that's really cool. Oppenheimer, you know, I love the storytelling in that and how it uses filmmaking. Spider versus gorgeous animation. Oh, yeah. Um, and rebel moon was just, you know, Snyder doing Snyder things. I think the only one I wouldn't pick. It's Rebel Moon because we haven't yeah. seen the the full Rebel Moon yet. That's because he's right. got his director's yeah. cut. Yeah. So uh-huh. just based on that technicality, I couldn't put Rebel Moon. But yeah, that's still three great movies to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Might be impossible. Yeah. Just to be different, I'm putting Skin Marine. How about that? I that was my second choice. So. <laughs> just to be different as well, I'll go Spider Verse. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> Democracy at its finest. Is, are there any lists on the? I'm sure there are that like movies on your list that are unique to you. I think I'm the one who saw Dream Scenario. How was Dream Scenario? It was cool. It was like not the movie I expected it to be, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like the commentary about something I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really well executed. It was like. It's Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage, but it's one <laughs> right. of the least cagey movies I've seen him in in a while. Okay. Like, he's not, like, really? okay. blowing his brains out crazy cage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely more of a drama role for him. Mm-hmm. He still does cagey things in it, yeah. but it's just not to that degree. Yeah. He plays, like, a real dude in, this, in a sense. Like, he's a much more, like, normal human guy. Right. But it was still, like, a really cool film, and nice. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. Worth checking out. Okay. I'm so behind on my Nick Cage movies because he does so many. It's yeah. like hard yeah. to keep up with them. 100%. But yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to see it, I think it's totally worth checking out. You know, yeah. Zach, was there any on yours that were um, unique ones? I think a lot of mine What's were on your list. Oh, that's uh, Battle of Songbirds and Songs. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I think my only the only unique one I had was Guardians Volume Three. I still haven't seen it. Oh yeah, uh, I was very impressed. It wraps up things very nicely for those characters, um, and made me a little less nervous about James Gunn doing DC. <laughs> I was I wasn't gonna see it, but then I like ended up seeing it like a few weeks after it came out. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I didn't think I would enjoy it, but I was like, that was a pretty good movie. Like that yeah. was that was really well done. Yeah, it was very refreshing given what we've gotten recently. <laughs> so. Fair enough. For me, at least, um, I I thought it was very, it was very cool, and it it very much it felt very true to the characters, um, and wrapped things up in a manner that was um, that felt right, but also wasn't necessarily predictable either, which I thought was really cool. There's a lot of raccoons in the movie too. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot those were there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, what do, what do I have on mine? You've, You've got, got a quite a few. Yeah, you're going to start with that we don't have on ours. I um, haven't seen Bottoms yet, but I heard that one was really yeah. good. Bottoms is hilarious. I heard great things about that movie. Bottoms is great. Um, yeah, I so would, funny. I'm bummed. My wife was not interested in seeing it. Why? I don't know. She was just like, I doesn't feel like my kind of Does movie. she hate women? <laughs> I guess so. No, she was just like, that isn't my kind of humor. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fair. So we went and saw something else. Ah. But, so we're going to have to go. I'm going to have to go see it another time. Yeah. So, well, it's like, you can rent it right now. That, yeah. We did that yesterday for Christmas, or two days ago for Christmas. I'm bad about uh, renting. Bombs is hilarious. If you like yeah. teenage, because they don't make a lot of comedies these days. No, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I wanted yeah. to see it. Um, So it's like a good, like, teenage comedy it's raunchy in like language, but it's not like graphic or anything. So yeah. like if if you're with someone who like hates blood and gore or hates like nudity or something, like it's a good one to watch because it's just the language or whatever. Um there's still some blood, but not like gratuitous blood. It's, yeah. Well Well Oh, oh okay. Well, it's not it, there's a purpose, but it's not like it's cartoony. Okay. Like it's very like John Hughes kind of uh, okay. kind of yeah, yeah. nonsense cartoon land. Um it's good. Um but yeah, it's a good it's a good one. Uh right what on. else? Hurricane season. Did I tell you guys about this? No, I haven't heard anything. It's really good drama. When I went to Mexico, I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Um and this it's a it's a movie in Spanish, and I was like, cool, going to see a movie in Spanish in Mexico. But what I was not used to, because I can I can read it if there's subtitles in Spanish, which mm-hmm. is fine. But there are no subtitles, so I got most I got the gist of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I didn't get all of it. But even without like the dialogue, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is a really good, compelling movie. Nice. Um, it like starts off with like a dead body. There's like a this small town, and I think I'm not sure if it's set in Veracruz or around Veracruz, but like this this body of this witch watches up in the stream and then it jumps back in time to the night that the witch were like leading up to the murder but it mm. tells that night from like all these different perspectives that's kind of like a rashomon yeah kind of, yeah, kind of like kind of like rashomon where it's like the first one i think you follow this girl and then like it follows her cousin and then there's these boy, like it, there's all these different perspectives and it's a re- it's a really well done um, I can't remember the name of the lady nice. who directed it, but that one's very good. What else? Sunscreen is a is a, is a short film. No, oh, okay. it's on YouTube. It's an animated say, I short film. That one. It's really good. You can just it's like five minutes, three minutes or something. Sweet. Check it out. Rad. Uh, and Suzumi. 
Awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Good animated movie. Nice. Yeah. If you had to pick one from your list yes. to like sum up 2023, if an Gosh. alien came to Earth and was like, cinematically, where are we at in 2023? I went first last time, so now I'm not going to. I would say Spider-Verse for me. Again, not saying it's like the best out of all, because I don't believe in the best. Or right. This is just like sure. our favorites, but I would say if I was going to show like someone who's like, tell me about 2023 just in a movie or whatever. Give me a movie that represents filmmaking. I would say Spider-Verse because that was a massive project. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saw it. And it's got superheroes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're still on that superhero kick in terms mm-hmm. of Hollywood. Sure. Yeah. But it was I don't think any of the were any of the other superhero movies this year were they because a lot of them bombed. No, none of them were big. No, it's just Spider Verse. It was just Spider Verse, yeah. So yeah, like that's Guardians you know, yeah. probably like Guardians closest. did well, but it yeah. wasn't like big or anything. I think it was like eight or nine hundred thousand. Because the Marvels like was eight. the first uh bomb like that marvel hat right or you did yeah yeah well it's, it's I, I still want to see it like one i, right I want to see it like it looks yeah. it looks good but yeah. like it didn't do well no, no it um, didn't i saw blue beetle love blue beetle but i that one also didn't that didn't do well at all yeah. no. but spider-verse was the most it's successful. all like it gets talked about for a week and then it just yeah passes yeah. out of all knowledge yeah yeah uh, i would pick spider-man because yeah culturally i feel like it's kind <clears> of <throat> talks about it yeah mm-hmm I'd throw Barbie into the rink as well. I feel yeah, culturally Barbie that was yeah. that was just a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just in the cultural sphere, Barbie did a lot. Mm-hmm. I think my wife and I, every talk about Barbie, where we joke about how well that movie did marketing to men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you'd never think that many guys would be into yeah. a Barbie movie. <laughs> but I love that thing. And so, yeah. like, my brother was Ken for Halloween this year. Nice. Like, he was Asian Ken. My brother's Asian. Oh, in case you don't yeah. know. <laughs> 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 Before we throw that on the internet, his brother's not white. doing yellow face. It's <laughs> not some white guy. Yeah. My brother's Chinese. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good save. Good save. Good save. Good save. Yeah. yeah. So, like culturally, I think that's another big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Bar- Barbie Ken, for sure. Yeah. 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 Ryan Gosling did an incredible job. Did he you guys hear the voice. Christmas? I'm just Ken. EP. No? no, he just did a, a like a. It's like four songs, but they're like new mixes of "I'm Just Ken." One is mixed like a Christmas song. <laughs> okay, and it's all just sung by Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling on all of it. Yeah, that's oh, fun. That's great. There's another one where it's like acoustic, kind of more stripped down. They're just milking the Ken stuff, but it's like, hey, it's it's good. It works. Hey, listen, it, it works. works. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't got a problem with it. I still love that uh, 2001 Space Odyssey opening. Oh yeah, of that movie. No, that Barbie was, great. was fun. Yeah. That's just a good, a good one too. Yeah, patriarchy. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else to go over a list. I mean, I don't. I mean, with the... oh, he... oh, go ahead. Is there a movie that came out this year that you haven't seen yet that you need to? No. 
<laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, we talked about that because you, yeah. Zach, you yeah. do, but I kind of said, yeah. I feel like I've seen everything that I need to, and everything that I haven't seen, like I don't yeah. feel like I would necessarily like it would like rush to the top of my list. Like I feel like sure. I'd like them just fine, or if I haven't seen, just because I'm just flat out just not interested or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Boy and the Heron and um, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Oh, dude, yeah. both so good. Yeah, those, great theater experiences. Those too. two are the ones I still need to go out and see. And but it's nice as we still have Boy in the Heron at least in theaters. Is Ballad yeah. still in theaters yeah. in some mm-hmm. select? Not as frequently, but it yeah. is. Yeah, I live by an AMC, which is nice. Yeah, so go, I can, go I can check probably out sneak both. in because yeah. they'll usually have like morning showings for cheap. Go yeah. check them out. They're, Dude, both they're very all good. so good. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll see. Yeah, need to see it. I'm in no rush. What? Take us down your list, Zach. I'm curious of what the movies you missed this year. Movies that I haven't seen. Yeah, oh, there's like see. almost 30. Read them out. Just read them all? Just, just read them. Uh, the that's what, that's what okay. we're here for. That's okay. what people want to see. Y'all, y'all are going to hate me with the first few. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Barbie. Oh. The Creator. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves. Oh, that's a great movie. Renfield. Voyage of the Demeter. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Sound of Freedom, Cocaine Bear, Bo is Afraid, Knock at the Cabin, Super Mario Bros. Movie, Saltburn, Blackberry, The Killer, Asteroid City, The Holdovers, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest, Beef, Dream Scenario, Priscilla, Extraction 2, uh, Bird Box Barcelona, Napoleon, American Fiction, Aquaman 2, The Boys in the Boat, and Ferrari. Those are all the ones that I'm like, I, I have motivation to go see. I thought you like, were taking a dig at Napoleon when you said Napoleon, American Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a movie title. Yeah. Um, Those are all that, are, that I'm like, I, I, I still have yet to see mm-hmm. that I am going to go out of my way to watch at some yeah, point. I, a a Blackberry, I stuff. forgot about You know, I yeah. probably would. That is one I need to see because mm-hmm. I really like Matt Johnson. He's mm-hmm. got, every time I get one of these like Instagram posts on my like recommended feed where it's like filmmakers that have made no bad movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen him start popping up in those. Good. And yeah. I'm like, finally our boy's getting some respect. Because we've been Matt. following him since 2013. Since, since the dirties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it was so funny. When I went to Mexico, this was in October, I saw a Blackberry poster there. Really? Like, it was so funny to, like, be like, oh, but that movie came out in America, like, six <laughs> months ago. Like, I, I was like, yay, Matt Johnson. Yeah. For him. In in Mexico or whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was that was cool. Killers of the Fire Moon, that was so good. Yeah. That's why I saw another really good one. And Asteroid City, I keep forgetting, came out this yeah. year. Yeah. And the, the two vampire movies. Right. Both, both. Renfair and Voices of Demeter. Demeter was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see Renfield yet. Yeah, see, Renfield. Yeah. the problem with us talking about movies is we don't like trash talking or be no. like we're not critiquing. We're not critics or anything. We just love movies. So it's you can only sustain us talking about movies for so long yeah. before people probably get bored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I feel like a lot of online filmmaking spaces they thrive on like negativity yeah, and yeah. pitting filmmakers against each other, but. That's not. But what if you just didn't? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You all could just be better people. No. (laughs) (laughs) But some of you, some of you, you got to stop. So, because there's a lot of filmmakers out there. No, I'll look over there. (laughs) There's a lot of filmmakers out there (laughs) 
who will trash talk other filmmakers and that's not right yeah that's wrong we've talked about this before on the channel yeah many moons ago i stand by my our words yeah um now trash talking is not the same as critiquing 100 necessarily 100 percent. i mean like that would be like me saying like oh dude rebel moon sucks Zack snyder's a hack uh hack snyder you know all the kind of like there's there's a difference between attacking a filmmaker, like trash talking a filmmaker, mm -hmm. and like genuine like critique. Because a critique means you engage with the work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's what works. Here's yeah. why it works. Here's what doesn't work, and why it doesn't work. And here's what could have been done better. Stuff like that. Well, yeah. there's a lot such yeah. so much bad faith criticism. Yeah. To and it's and it's always like filmmaker. Uh, like what I always think of like it's the film critics. They're just. A lot of them are not like trained in watching yeah. movies and that movies analysis. They're not like, they're not, they're mixing up reviews, analysis, and like um, an interpretation or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they don't ever, you know, approach the movie in a clear, distinct way with anything interesting. Like the whole reason most people write reviews these days is to make themselves seem more interesting or funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the letterbox reviews used to be really cool back in the day before it was, like, really popular. But now it's, like, yeah, it's just people making quippy stuff or trash-talking yeah. a movie. Or, like, I've literally seen reviews where it's just, like, mother is mothering. I'm, like, okay, now we're just now it's just, like, <laughs> Twitter what? again. Like, now it's, <laughs> yeah. like, even with, like, the casual film people, there's just such a, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I feel like there's a lot of negativity, useless, and it's all just for, like, the entertainment which is fine if i guess if you're a viewer that's fine but mm -hmm. like kind of like the cinema how cinema sins started where it was just supposed to be funny yeah but then they yeah. forgot it was a joke yeah and the audience going. especially forgot it was yeah. a joke so and there's a lot of filmmakers that get caught up on that and it's like yeah. that's so that feels so rude like that would be us sitting here talking shit about the mentor which we wouldn't yeah. do ever yeah. and like even if like we felt like there's something wrong with the movie like we know the rc boys yeah yeah. We could go, and we, in fact, we had these conversations where yeah. we were like, guys, we, okay, what it, we would be like, so you want to achieve mm -hmm. this with the movie, how we feel about this, and we would like talk it out. Yeah. We would mm -hmm. like in private. I'm not going to go on Twitter being like, Nathan just showed us a rough cut of the mentor. Yeah, fucking, fucking sucked. sucked. No, yeah. I know. Like, that'd be so, we would never do that. That's yeah. so rude. And it didn't suck. There was a lot yeah. of. No, we loved it. In fact, it. <laughs> I told rough Nathan, cut. remember? Yeah. I told yeah. Nathan, you got to make it a longer movie. Because the movie yeah. was like almost like, it was like two and a half hours. It was getting long. Mm -hmm. I was like, Nathan, please make this a four hour movie. I'd love that. <laughs> and he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, but what if? But what if? And then he did the same thing to me when I was like, guys, I can't get the rough cut down of Little Black Submarines down below three hours. And he's like, hey, what if you made it four hours? <laughs> Uh, yeah uh, good times yeah but yeah like that's it's just it just seems rude to yeah trash talk another filmmaker well it's also like if you're a filmmaker you know how hard it is to make a movie why would you crap right. on someone else for trying to make a movie I know. right and that's not no us sense. like avoiding criticism too like no. saying don't for you every movie we've ever made we ask for criticism please yeah. yes absolutely mm -hmm. will we listen to every stranger online no. no we're gonna listen to our filmmaker friends who know mm -hmm. who who will give us like the tough shit or whatever yeah. who, who, who will like not like and when we open it up that's when also it's a great time yeah 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 we yeah well that's how you learn and grow mm -hmm. is yeah 
But I think there's a lot of like, it's there's a lot of just jerks out there. Who yeah. Just be like, oh, you just hate criticism, or you can't handle the criticism, or it's like, well, you're just being an asshole just to be an asshole. Like, there's, yeah. There's a way. It's like there's no, no there's nothing helpful in it. Yeah. If you, just, there's nothing there. You got to offer a solution. Yeah. yeah. Or you have to like, I mean, this is a whole nother tangent, but yeah. like, you you have to. Your critique of a movie should always help the filmmaker. It yeah, shouldn't, yeah. They should walk away from it and be like, oh, I know the solution to what yeah. I've been struggling with. Rather than, mm. well, I guess I should go kill myself. <laughs> which, is, yeah. which is probably how a lot of reviewers and yeah. stuff want to like make the people feel or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Don't be negative in the new yeah. year. Yeah. Filmmaker friends. Yeah. Don't tell us we're bad at making movies. Yeah. I already know. We already know. <laughs> we know we're awful. <laughs> <laughs> give me something new please i know I know. <laughs> yeah but you know um i can't remember where we're going with this yeah i don't know either i don't know we got questions we asked for some questions yeah. let's see if anything came up let's see if anything new came up yeah we yeah uh, we we didn't time we, this out well, this was so. very <laughs> impromptu but we asked twitter and instagram we said that we're going to record a new podcast if anyone has any questions are you on know. are you on twitter uh, there's nothing on Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's great. So we got one question on uh, on Instagram. Yeah. From the one Kyle Roy, who's an awesome filmmaker. Good oh, friend man. of the channel. He made a movie called Suck. Oh, Suck came out last night, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Dude, came out. watch Suck. That's yes. an awesome vampire movie. Yeah. It's like 10 minutes long. I I it's, it's, it's closer to 20. 20? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it feels like no time passed. Yeah. Like, go watch. It's like an episode of TV. Yeah. Just go sit down, chill. It's a great one. Have some fun. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, anyways, Kyle asked, the biggest, what's the biggest lesson you learned while making movies this year? Dang. I know it's going to be really hard. Next question. <laughs> That's our only That's question. That's such a That's good a question. Minute. But well, it's so hard to answer. <laughs> well, I think about with Little Black Submarines and making a movie that big. Yeah. I feel like I've learned where our limits are, or at least my limits are, and mm-hmm. what's important, like when you're planning a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of talked about this on one of our last podcasts, but the spoon theory. Yeah. <laughs> like it's something I really solidified this year of like, okay. When you make a movie, you have X amount of resources and energy, and the more you, each element of your movie is going to take a lot of those different things. So you can't just go all out on your movie; otherwise, it's going to kill you pretty much. Which is pretty almost what happened to us on Little Black Submarines. We got lucky. Um, yeah, that movie should not have happened. So I'm now I'm a lot more like you have to be um, economic with where you put your time and energy and money, mm-hmm. because had I known. What I knew about LBS going into it, or that, that I do now, I think I would have, I would have changed a lot of things about like, you know, scaling back on the amount of people or costumes or, or this thing or that thing, and um, mm-hmm. in a big way, to make the shoot go smoother, because there were a lot of days where it was just kind of like, all right, let's film, film the take, okay, because we got to move on, we can't, yeah. we don't have time to, yeah. And, and in that, you have to compromise a lot. So I think yeah. I think I would have um, incorporated a lot more of my spoon theory, which doesn't make sense. Watch our other podcast. On yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was the biggest thing for this year anyways. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to agree with you and say compromise. Um, I think between working on Little Black Submarines and watching you work and stuff like that and make those tough calls and stuff like that um, was very cool and very much a learn through observing, but also learn as like somebody who is following you in this right. journey and like helping you execute your vision and stuff like that. Um, as both somebody who was helping behind the camera and in front as well. Um, that was a very cool learning experience, um, for me, but also in, um, I guess the very slow progress that I've been making on coalescence. And we went over this the other mm -hmm. week. Um, but um, compromise as well, it, I, I found myself reaching a point with that project that was very much not what I expected that I could or mm -hmm. would reach. Um, very much um, realizing where things went well, where things didn't go well, and having that kind of both attachment and separation from the project and being able to kind of find that balance mm -hmm. to work for, to figure out how the overall thing is going to shape up um, and be as a final product. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was a very big learning experience for me this year. Um, learning to learning what to hold on to and what to more hold on to loosely, mm -hmm. I think, um, or rather be willing to let slip or let go. Um, I think was very enlightening. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, hard. It, it's, it's hard, it's hard, but stuff. I, yeah. I, it, it's very much in retrospect. I'm so glad I, I was able to have that learning experience. Mm -hmm. Um, because now going forward, I feel so much better about it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think also, yeah, similar with you, Jordan, this year, seeing where our limits were and how kind of we moved, we stepped into a stage where we had to learn how to manage so many people. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like trying to, I think I learned a lot this year about how to step in and assist you in the sense of you were taking so much time with actors and mm -hmm. acting, um, cause you were directing what the performances were going to be. And then also, um, having to do those performances, trying to like become an even more independent, like, assistant director slash director of photography and right. like managing that side. I think I, I learned a lot. Also learned how to work under unreal pressure yeah. <laughs> and have, like was like, Oh man, I know where things I can improve on now because I didn't do that. Great. I didn't do that. Well, I didn't handle that situation. Well, um, and just the sleep deprivation. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Having to work with that was unreal. Yeah. So those were things <laughs> that were big and now coming also into like the next step what I'm learning right now is just like being a better writer. I'm working on two scripts right now. I should only be working on one, but I'm working on two. Wait, are you jumping to the the metal one? Yeah. Oh. Because I have ideas that are fresh, and I want to get them on paper while they're there. Yeah. That's yeah. been the hard thing. And the other one is kind of just like, things are happening, but they feel a bit more slow. Mm -hmm. But I want to catch the lightning while it's here for for the other one. Yeah. yeah. So. Gosh. 
stuff. Yeah. yeah. You guys will find out in like two years. <laughs> yeah. 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 So got those two projects that I'm working on right now. I'm just like trying to push myself because mm-hmm. they feel a lot like, like the bell ring taught me a lot about the bell rings taught me a lot about like what I can get away with in a script and how I can make that fit. And now it's like, all right, again, like how do I push beyond the bell rings and mm-hmm. push beyond that story structure, which worked well, but like there's more I want to do. So like, how do I do that? Yeah. That's something I'm learning right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that's a great way to end it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. Thank you everyone for listening, sticking with us. Uh, Tell your friends about our channel. Yeah. We make movies. We got some cool stuff coming this year. There's going to be a big feature film coming this year. Yep. And you want to be be updated about when when we drop a teaser or drop a trailer or... Maybe it'll come out early. Maybe it'll come out early. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. Might be out tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, we appreciate everyone for watching. Thanks for sticking with us. And uh, caring about our movies and and all that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know when we're going to do the next video or podcast, but... It'll happen. It'll happen soon. Yeah. So hit subscribe so you can stay updated. Mm-hmm. But thanks for everyone for the awesome year. And uh can't wait to see what uh, we do and what uh, you all do. Because I know a lot of you are filmmakers. What you guys do in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. We watching. <laughs>